Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Fair Fitful Podcast. I'm Brandon Fernando, joined by me is Ancho for Nair Media. We got Bashar for Nair Minded. Yo. Beto, Niner Sickness, and the one and only Dion Johnson, Niner Gang Podcast. How we doing, fellas? Doing great, doing great. How about yourself? Doing, doing well, doing well. Muy bueno. Especially after this big dub against the Dallas Cowboys. Let's talk about it. Let's get right into it. How did you guys feel after uh, after this dub? And and what you what were you guys feeling during the game, especially in that first half? Uh, Beto, let's go first. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, we let's go. Beto, then media, then me, then Bashar, and we'll just kind yeah. of go in order. Yeah, fired up, bro. Fired up. Just the fact that we can uh, embarrass those cowboy fans for the second year in a row, put them where they belong. You know, I've been watching videos of uh, Cowboy fans prior to the game. We want the Niners. We want the Niners. Well, you got the Niners, you idiots, and now you're sitting on the couch watching the NFC Championship game. But I was fired up. I mean, listen, it was the defense of the Cowboys came to play. Uh, They played better than what I expected. Dan Quinn, congratulations to Dan Quinn for getting his boys fired up uh, against us. Uh, They brought everything uh against Brock and congratulations to Brock man for handling his business. He didn't have that, you know, 350 yard four touchdown type of game, but he didn't have no touchdowns, but most importantly, what did he have? Zero interceptions. And in, in, in a game where uh, points are premium, you don't want to make those mistakes and uh, fired up. I'm just a fact I'm an old school guy, man. So beating the Cowboys fires me up anytime. So, uh, seeing these Cowboys cry, it just—I'm excited. I'm ready to move on to the NFC Championship game. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I was pretty nervous, like the day of, until it let up, like until the game. And then also, I was just really nervous during the game too, just because mainly I was like, I don't know how Brock Purdy's gonna look because this is gonna be his, you know, first time going up a against, you know, top two defense. And then, uh, you know, the offensive line definitely struggled in this game, especially in the first half. Uh, that, that's why Brock Purdy didn't look – he didn't look terrible because obviously, you know, he, he didn't give up any turnovers or interceptions. But it definitely – you could tell, you know, he, he was trying to dance around and try and make things happen. Um, but, you know, offensive line, second half the Niners just turned it on. You know, they were able to run the ball – Really, really well. You know, first half, same kind of story as the offensive line. Just not able to really do much at all. So the second half, you know, obviously you can tell by the score. It's not like, you know, it was a much better second half, but it was a second. It was good enough for them to be able to get the win. Yes, sir. Oh, what's up? Yeah, I mean, that game. Huh, I did not expect the Dallas defense to perform that well. Um, now, not that I thought it was a terrible defense or anything like that. I know Dan Quinn is an accomplished stoic coordinator, but still, I just didn't think it was going to be that hard to come by, especially in the first half in terms of scoring. Scoring, but um, you know, later in the off- later in the second half, we found our way to do it. Uh, we started you know, just being old fashioned with the run game, and you know, so and pretty like, like Beto mentioned, you know, hey, he, he took care of the football. He didn't make it do. He didn't do anything stupid. He still makes smart, made smart decisions. It's just that you know he didn't really have much time to throw, which which was pretty annoying. But then again, Dallas led led the NFL in pressures, so um, 
you know, hopefully, um, you know, we we get up to a bit better start against Philly, and um, you know, hey, but that that game it was a hard fought defensive game, and our guys made plays when they had to, especially Kittle. Kittle came up huge. CMC, in my opinion, was highly underrated in the game. He made some amazing catches. I think CMC has the best hands on the damn team. I don't know if anybody wants to argue with that, but man, it was it was a, definitely a fun game. Always good to beat the Cowboys. How about them Niners? Let's go. All right, Dion. Mute. You're on mute, my guy. Dion. You can unmute him, Brandon, if you want. Can I? No, I'm good. Oh, oh, there you go. uh, (laughs) I beat him by accident. For me personally, man, the game was just, it was, it's bittersweet on on the fact that I didn't like that we didn't score as much as I would have liked. Um, definitely a tougher defense. So here's what I will say. Hats off to the Cowboys defense. You guys came to play. You were formidable. You gave us everything that you could. And, yeah, uh, I can't say much for your offense, though. I don't know where it was. And, you know, here's the thing. Karma is a bitch. Karma sucks. And that's exactly what happened. Y'all had radio hosts on radio talking about they wished injury on CMC. And your best back, Tony Pollard, what happened? He got injured. It's karma, man. Just got to be smart about it. So for me, honestly, you know, we could have played a better game offensively. We got a lot to clean up and a lot to work on because this Philly defense is no joke. You know, coming up, we got a, a serious thing to do. Uh, to deal with when it comes to them. Um, but, I mean, overall, it was a great game. And at the end of the day, fuck the Cowboys, man. I'm happy that we beat their ass. I'm happy that we sent them home. I love the fact that I got to hear something that I wanted to hear for so, oh, so long, man. And I'm going to go ahead and let you guys hear it because I want y'all to, you know, understand how how much this means to me whenever we beat them. You know, it's just a beautiful situation. So I just want y'all to listen to this. Stephen A. Smith. Why? Because he gives me joy. When the Cowboys are <laughs> he takes more pride in that than anyone else. So, good game. We got a lot, a lot to uh, you know, uh, clean up though from an offensive standpoint. A few things to look at from a defensive standpoint. But I mean, hey, defense is their job, man. And and I love the fact that they, you know, rally around it. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sherm went in. Yeah, Sherm went full in. Yeah, he did. They, they they were on his head, and he was like, "Well, look like look like this, cowboy fans, you suck." Like he almost had him another. Uh, Don't try me with a sorry ass receiver like Crabtree moment. Like <laughs> he was in. Yeah, you guys have been seeing oh, all those bro. videos. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, Yo, I have seen literally everything. Okay, so check this out. One dude, literally right when the game was over, gives his TV a straight right. 
breaks it, that. takes it, slams it, pumps like three bullets into that joint. Another dude walked out of his house. And I'm talking about this got to be like at least like a 50-inch television. He walked out into his garage, slammed the TV on the ground, got in his truck, drove out, backed up yep. over the TV, and then went over it again. I'm like, yep. okay, look, listen to me. I love the Niners. I do. I am a diehard Niner fan. I ain't breaking my TV when we lose. <laughs> Amen to that. No way in hell. Everybody knows me. It's very simple. When I get pissed off about my team losing, give me a minute. I'll collect myself and come back to normal. But in the midst of the moment, don't don't say nothing because I might pop off. But this dude <laughs> took his TV, drove over that bitch, and then just walked back in the house. And his wife the whole time is like, oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing, honey? No, what you do is you need to be a good woman and check your man. Look, I don't yeah. give a fuck how. how say, much, if I break my TV, my wife will break me. You better take your ass outside, hit a punching bag for you break my goddamn television. I did not spend my hard earned money for you to fuck it off. Preach it, Dan. Preach it. Kind of shit. Like, hell no. But I mean, it's funny to me to watch because that just tells the Cowboys fans exactly what I thought. <laughs> there, was a, there was another one where uh, the guy was like all running around, all happy and shit in the first half. When it started and shit, and then by oh, the yeah. end, he he got the Dak Prescott jersey and he was about to light it on fire. Yeah, I wonder if those Cowboy fans steal those TVs. That's why they break them because they, you know, they go. Oh no, nah, man, they they no, they you got to remember, Beto, you're giving them too much credit. They're you idiots. Know, they actually pay for the television. Yeah, they're more, and they even go out and buy big brand new ones. Yeah, and they and they're making payments on it from uh, and you know probably, you probably got that joint from Rena Center. There you go. And you still got to pay for that. Yep. Samsung, Sony, and LG must love this time of year, dude. Oh my they god! Yeah, because they're, they're just they're gonna be making, making more money. money. Yeah, because the best the best television that I've seen right now, I don't own one, but I will eventually. It's called OLED. An OLED, OLED. So an OLED Sony or LG. Oh my god, god bro! It's so fucking crisp. I, ne I, I'll never see a video of anybody breaking one of those, man. I'll be hey, shocked you know, if it happens. Hey, Dion, did you hear what Stephen A. said? In his, he said he wrote in his book, if, if, if there was a bomb that blew up the world, there were three things that would remain, rats, roaches, and Dallas fans. Those are facts, though. Yeah, I believe it. I did yeah, see that. Did you all see Skip Bayless also, you know, take off his Dak? Oh, yeah, he threw his Dak jersey in the trash. Uh -huh. yeah, his ass was crying. That you was put that in a brand new trash can, bro. It was a brand new it trash can. It was empty. And it was... <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, look. He probably, he, after that video was done, he probably ran and took it right back out of there. Yep. Because you know, you right. know him. All right, moving on, guys. Uh, what did you guys see that you were worried about and uh, what we need to work on, especially going into Philly uh, this coming up weekend? Um, Beto, go first. Ah. Uh. We got to protect Brock better, man. Uh, we got to keep him upright because the, uh, you know, the Dallas defense has speed, the pass rushers, uh, but Eagles, as Bashar has mentioned uh, all year, that they lead the league in sacks with about seventy plus sacks. So these Eagles are coming are coming at you. So hopefully, I don't know about you guys, but hopefully they'll do a lot of screens and kind of use that pass rush aggressive against them. Um, that's if Debo knows it's coming, though, uh, on the screen. <laughs> but yeah. um, 
block for Purdy, get the ball out of Purdy's hand, and, and do some screens because that pass rush is is crazy. Uh, protect, 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 and and Mike McClintry, if you're watching, don't let no man pick your ass up and throw you on the floor. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Yeah, you're a oh, full shit. man. I got to give oh. him props, to, props though, and that CD uh, CMC touchdown. He did take on three blockers, uh, so that was he kind of redeemed himself a little bit. But how you let a linebacker pick you up and slam you down? Like okay, that? think about it like this: Micah Parsons is all of what two fifteen, two twenty yep. max. Micah Lynch, he's like almost three hundred pounds, maybe three hundred or more. Yep. And that motherfucker hip tossed you like it was a WWE match. Yep. Just tossed <laughs> like, you to the ground, bro. Oh my god! I said, like I laughed. I love. I loved every second of it. Don't get me wrong, because I anytime Mike McGlinchey gets bitched, it makes me laugh because he's just too big of an individual for these things to be happening. How the fuck do you? Have to, the, the number one thing for Dallas fans, they could be happy to know that Michael Parsons is that fucking strong. Yeah. No. Hey, but the good thing is Michael Parsons didn't really do much after that, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rod, you right on that one. Yeah, Rod. Yeah, they. No, Philly ain't allowing that shit. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. We'll try, but they no, they're not allowing Allowing that. What? Uh, uh, Red out. Take over. Oh Oh, no, not Philly. Philly fans like to throw batteries and snowballs and bottles, and I've never been to a Philly game. I heard a lot of bad things. It kind of sucks. Well, no, Philly is like Philly has the worst fans in the world. It, It honestly is like the worst, and. I can tell you right now, man, it, it, it sucks ass. So Niner fans going to the game should have uh take out life insurance? Maybe. <laughs> the, the, oh, my gosh. So what did they do? They boot Santa Claus one time or something? Uh-huh. I never understood Philly, the city of Philadelphia. They have a, they raised up the, they raised up a fucking <laughs> statue of a person that never that even lived. Rocky yeah. Balboa, a fictional character. Brocky. Brocky Balboa. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's you nice smell what the Brock is cooking. Yeah, you see, yeah, 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 see that right there? That's them cowboys. Y'all should have never let me figure this grease grease shit out. <laughs> You're going to have way too much fun with it, Dion. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. But I, honestly, for me, as far as what we needed to clean up is offense, man. It's offensively. Um, we've got to get things going in the right direction. Uh, at a lot faster rate and in a better way. It's not good for us when we have these types of situations because we wind up uh, kicking ourselves in the ass. Our offense did not move the way it was supposed to. We could not get that run game going, which is why I said that Dallas defense came to play. They did exactly what it is. Yeah, no, they did. Yeah, man, Dallas Dallas fans are assholes. They are straight-up assholes, bro. It's really bad when, when, when they – you cheer somebody's injury or anything like that. Like, God forbid what happened to DeMar Hamlin happened on that field. Because, I mean, like, you have to be very careful about it. So, for me, honestly, it's everything on offense that we need to clean up. We have to keep, you know, be mindful on defense, um, you know, but offensively, we've got to get the ball rolling in the right direction and we got to do it early and often. Um, I was reading something today that said that the commanders had – a uh, viable way to beat the um, the Philadelphia Eagles, and it is basically just run the ball and drain that clock. If you don't have time, you can't do anything. Um, but 
uh, it, it was just, I have to say, the, the last play of the game was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was hilarious. That was what I don't know. That was a repeat of last reels. year. That what were you, but my thing is, is like you and, and exactly media. This is the, you, what, what, what were you doing? What were you thinking? So That's you're gonna be thinking. Why do you have a bunch of what? Are you gonna run a bunch of laterals? Zeke got bull rushed by Drake Greenlaw. Drake Greenlaw did that on purpose because he knew he wasn't gonna be able to block. Yeah. And their offensive lineman that was lined up outside, uh-huh. and he, he was downfield. Thank God that play was a touchdown because their offensive lineman was downfield but, but, um, before the ball was thrown. So, you know, had it been a big play or a touchdown, the referees would never saw that because they never threw the flag on that. Yeah, so so go ahead and, and, and lead into that, Bashar. What what do we need to fix, man? What what did you see that we need to work uh, on? Like you mentioned, I mean, I, I'm all about running the ball first. Now with, now with Purdy in the mix, we are a bit more of a balance. Yeah, take care of the, the chat real quick. Okay, so, um, so. Oh, hey, what's, what's up to everybody in the chat, man? 26 of y'all in here. We appreciate everybody real quick. Hold on. I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, Bashar. We're going to come right back to you. Shout out to everybody up in this joint, man. Jesus Christ, we got so many people. Ryan's in here, Andy Land. Uh, we got Platform, we got Rod, we got 49ers Jive, Dave McNiners in the building, throwback. Um, let's see who else? Who are Raphael 562? Carcast, what's happening with you, little homie? Um, full auto. We appreciate everybody coming in. Chris Hansen, my guy. I got to get him a hat, bro. He's going to fucking kill and, me. He really and, is on my The most important chatter of them all is here. Rick Diaz. Night Night high. High. <laughs> Nighthawk Afterburner. I like that, man. That's a dope-ass name. We got David Villa in here. David Corona's in. Um, Steve-O Supremo. So we appreciate everybody for coming in, hanging out with us. If I didn't mention your name. Everyone so, in the mama. Yeah, so yeah. about about the Niners and mm-hmm. Philly, um, somehow we got to get on top of them early. Um, hopefully, or at least I don't know, man. I, I want to see this Brock Purdy that we saw throwing two touch two touchdowns plus per game <laughs> in Philly. Um, I would definitely want to see the pass rush, other than Bosa, do something. I mean, geez, man, I like that when we blitzed. Um, you know, just we just got to finish a bit more when we blitz. That's all. The pressure's there. Um, hey, it doesn't hurt to rush five guys from time to time. Just like, you know, I'm not talking about the hamburger franchise, but it seemed like we were so consistent with rushing four for the majority of the game. But, you know, rush five. Why not do it, man? If you need to. But um, we do. I guess we do have to be a little careful, though, because Jalen Hurts, you know, is that mobile quarterback. And that's a little scary. Um, you know, Beto message. You mentioned um, we got to get pretty a little bit more time. I heard I heard it kind of takes per I heard pretty kind of um, holds the ball a bit though. Here it takes about him 2.78 seconds to get the ball off. So hopefully he looks to throw the ball a little bit more. I know he wants to wait to, for people to get open, but I mean look, looks for hopefully he looks looks at his reads a little quicker. And you know, I want to see this pretty that's been balling out. You know, I mean, he didn't ball out this necessarily this, this last time around, but he made some plays when he had to. And hopefully um, CMC or Debo explodes this time around. We need we need all these guys and Elijah Mitchell. And, hey, Philly's like what a run-of-the-middle run defense. Mm-hmm. We should run the ball well on them. The Giants actually did put up some, some okay rushing yards on them, so it's not like they're invincible. And I don't want to get in situations where we have to drop back on third and longs because, um, you know, 
their freaking pass rush. It's seven, they registered 70 sacks for the season. That's third all time in NFL history. And they got but they got four guys with eleven plus sacks. It's scary. Yeah, man. That that's that's what's crazy. Um, you know what I'm saying? What's going on, Tommy? Crazy motherfucker. Tommy Huxley. Um, Tommy, that's my guy. I love that dude, though. If I ever get a chance to meet and party with that guy, he can call me all kinds of names. It's just who he is, and I, I, I embrace who he who he is and what he does. But talk to us, media man. What do we need to clean up, sir? What do we need yeah, to clean up? So, and yes, Carcass, uh, thank you for the compliment. It's 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 my pleasure to put a comp put something up there behind me like that. <laughs> yeah. So, like I also mentioned, I think the offensive line definitely was shaky. So if they can play like they did in the second half, because the offensive line definitely, you know, played better. That's why we were able to run the ball. And, you know, I think we should have success with the Eagles because they are around 20. They're 24th in yards per carry allowed. Um, and then when they have to, you know, power run, they're dead last in the league. Um, so I, I think that in the short Niners yardage, should, you mean? Yeah, sorry. In short yardage. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, th- I think that the Niners should have success, but I don't want to say too much because this is, you know, recap show. But um, I, I think, you know, offensive line and then, you know, defensively, I, I don't really think there's too much. I love that Hufanga just came up and scared shit out of Dak and was like, damn, like he didn't even expect Hufanga to be right there. Um, And Diamador Lenore. If he can keep playing like he's been playing, because man, he had another pick. I think that's gonna be bold, bold and well. But it's just we gotta score more points on offense, and I, I think that goes with the offensive line and getting other guys involved. You know, Kittle, of course, was a huge part. Um, but like some of you guys said, you know, Debo needs to get involved. Elijah Mitchell should be getting involved there. So the the Niners are gonna have to put up points versus the Eagles. Yeah, so for me, um, I wanted to touch on this Charles Omenahu situation real quick. I'll start it off, and then we can go around. So <clears throat> what I want to say is on our on our channels, um, it, it none of nobody here condones any type of domestic violence in any way, shape, or form. Nobody, not one of us. Um, you know, and unfortunately, if you've witnessed it, it's definitely not a good thing. Uh, but from the information that has been put out there, basically, this seems like a situation where he was being attacked. And this Charles Amina, who's what, like six foot five, almost 300 pounds. So even the slightest push would seem like he sent your ass flying. So for me, from the information that I heard and that I saw, basically, he was just trying to get her away from him. And. This is what I'll say. Keep your hands to your goddamn self. This shit's been taught to you as a child. It was taught to you from kindergarten, everything. Keep your hands to yourself, men and women, because here's the problem. You get out there, you get a little aggressive, you get a little buck, you think you good, and then you cry wolf. That's not okay. Don't do that. Don't go attack someone, and when they try to stop you from attacking them or hold you or move you, then you turn around and be like, oh, my God, I'm calling the cops. And then you refuse medical attention. Oh, and by the way, in the report, there's no signs of actual bruises, bumps, scrapes, nothing. So then it starts to it leads back to basically how do we believe you? What really happened? You know what I'm saying? And then to say then, then the next thing it's going to lead into 
is we're just lucky that Charles O'Minahu is still around for us to be able to have on the team because we all know and understand a black man's life in the hands of the police is not something that's valued at all. Luckily, he got the right cops. Nothing happened to him. But you called the cops because you got aggressive. You were upset. But then when they get there, you refuse medical attention. And then there's nothing in the report that shows that you were actually hurt in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying that nothing happened. I'm just saying from the information and the facts, what, what was the reason for this? Don't get upset. Don't get pissed off. Don't let yourself get pulled so far out of character for any reason to the point where you put your hands on someone else, period, male or female. I do not condone domestic violence in any way, shape or form. I am not stating that. I'm just telling you I've been around, man. I've seen the shit. I've been in situations. I'll, I'll admit something to y'all right here on this channel. Everybody watching. My ex-wife attacked me on several occasions. My ex-wife. And I had to restrain her because she wouldn't stop. See, I was taught as a child by my mother, when shit like that goes down, you leave. Here's the issue. Some people don't let you leave. Yeah. Some people stand in front of the door or they want to jump on your back and they do a bunch of extra shit that they don't need to fucking do. Whenever you have a situation where you and that person cannot have a calm, normal, educated conversation like two adults, you know what you do? You say, hey, it, it, I think it's easier for us to just go away. Let's do that. But in no way, shape, or form should anybody be putting their hands on anyone. And then, like I said, don't turn around and cry wolf and then be like, oh, well, you know, he, he did this or he did that. But there's no reports of any bumps, bruises, or anything. Me personally, Keep your hands to yourself and none of this shit would have happened in the first place. I don't care how angry you get or what you're mad about. Keep your hands to yourself and stop. Don't throw, and, and number one thing, don't throw shit. Don't throw shit. Because if you connect, it's going to be, you know, it, it's, it's not good, man. I, I'm just telling you right now, it's not cool. Everybody keep their hands to themselves. Everybody try to be as composed as possible. But from what I'm hearing, Charles O'Minnie, who seems to be pretty much cleared of all charges to an extent. And the 49ers are not going to condone someone who has domestic violence. You don't believe me? See Ruben Foster. Yeah. And the issue with Ruben Foster was Ruben Foster was in a toxic relationship and he kept going back to the bullshit. So that those two motherfuckers honestly deserved each other. I'm sorry. Both of y'all was weird and y'all liked it. So, hey, you know what? Stay over there. Have fun with that. But we don't want that on our team. We don't want that around us, we don't, you know, 49ers are not a franchise that deals with stuff like that. Unlike the Giants. <coughs> Sorry. You know. Ravens. Throw that out there. But uh, how how, how, you, how you feel about this, Bashar? Uh, how do I feel about it? I don't want to feel about it. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, it's never a good time to hear this type of news, but literally, like, a few days before our hugest game of the year, you know, and freaking, you know, we're you know one game to go into the Super Bowl. So I don't know what what the, I don't know what the Niners are gonna do. Are they gonna um, weigh out the situation and say, hey, it wasn't was it's not what everybody's saying it is, and are they still gonna play him? And and if it was a one time thing, it's like okay, cool, we'll just they'll just move on. Who knows? Maybe they do that. But um, I will say this: 
hey, you know, and I, you know, again, no, no incident like that should ever happen where cops get involved or where a player yeah. touches touches his girlfriend or wife or whatever. So hopefully it is not what they say it is. And but um, I'll tell you this, I get I, we get to see Drake Jackson now. I mean, that they they've been he hasn't been activated for what two games in a row now. I, I, definitely, I definitely, th- I definitely think he'll be activated this game, whether um, Amanda Hugh plays or not. Go ahead, uh, Beto. Yeah, um, like you, Dion. I've been around a lot of that uh, domestic violence uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Um, something you said earlier, uh, and you were referring to just games about when you're upset, how you just need to step away. Uh, that should be also applied to a, a an argument with your partner. Mm-hmm. I know it's sometimes it's easier said than done, but you gotta walk away, man. You gotta walk away, especially if you know it's getting to a place where you can cross the line. You gotta walk away, and you made a valid point because my one of my ex girlfriends as well, a long time ago, um, she would jump on me, pull my hair, pull my ear, would just become like a demonic individual man just would not let me leave the room and um you just gotta push them down and 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 just walk away you know because uh especially someone and like again it's easier said than done but someone like charlie mini who who knows that he has people looking at him he he has kids that look up to him he's in a position that he has to make uh, the right decision. Now, given when you're in the heat of the moment, you're not thinking about those that watch you. You're not thinking about the people that, you know, that look up to you. You're you're in the moment. So I understand completely how things can escalate out of hand, but you got to try to, the best of your ability to try to walk away and realize I can't jeopardize my job, my freedom over this. I have to walk away. Um, I also heard it wasn't something major. I heard it was a misdemeanor. When it, I mean, when you hear misdemeanor with domestic violence, you know, maybe it was it, it's something really simple. Now, again, I don't condone domestic violence. Um, my sister was in a toxic relationship, um, and she's no longer here because of that toxic relationship. I'm sorry, um, so, um, I don't condone domestic <clears throat> violence at all, whatsoever. But, you know, you just got to walk away and you just got to step away and say, you know what, this is not worth it. So hopefully if, if this guy is his first time, Charlie Manu, um, I understand Bashar's concerned about the game on Sunday and mm-hmm. so am I, but I'm more concerned about Charlie Manu as a person. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he gets his shit together and, and doesn't allow this to happen again. And if it is toxic, walk away, my friend. Walk yeah. away and find some someone else. Yeah, it, it's easier to open the door for someone new than to you know shut the door and walk yeah. back into a negative situation. And, and and what we're talking about, people, is just understanding your own mental health and making sure you spare yourself the anguish. You just don't need it. And Beto's right in that in the heat of the moment, you don't know what's going to happen. Because a lot of times it's just sometimes, honestly, sometimes just literally defending yourself. Like, yo, man, I don't want to like, yo, back the fuck up, relax. You know, like, I kid you not, excuse me, 
I personally love the back and forth banter with fans. I ain't about to fight nobody over this damn team. I'm truthfully not. Unless you truthfully bring physical aggression my way, don't count on it. I have no business doing that. You can say whatever you would like, man. I'm from the 80s. I got thick skin. I, what you're telling me means nothing. And I and, and the unfortunate issue is you're going to be targeting yourself because I'm most likely just going to walk away. <laughs> I have no time for bullshit. Like, I'm not – I don't deal with that. I've told – Talk to the hand. Yeah, I've literally dealt with so many situations where I've literally walked away from people and they're kind of looking at me like, hey, we're supposed to be having an argument. It's like, yeah, I don't have time for that. So it's just being smart about these things, understanding them, knowing how to navigate these waters. And no, you don't want to deal with any of that. You know, and and sometimes, yeah, and sometimes it can be that situation. You know, and we live in a time today, man, where, hey, dudes call the police. They can say, I'm being abused, I'm being hit, I'm being attacked, you know, and yes, if you get there and you're all beat up and scratched up, but for somehow that other person that's there with you is, you know, clean as a whistle, don't look like nothing wrong, might have had some bloody knuckles or something trying to beat on you, they'll go to jail. Yep. Women go to jail for domestic violence, people. It does happen. We are in 2023. It is not not less of a man because you don't fight back. Yeah, and it's it. You are just you're being smart. I'll give you another story, man. The re the number one reason that I learned never to do that. I had a buddy of mine go to jail for five years, five years of his life, and they put him in the penitentiary over a busted lip. This girl had took a bat to his leg, broke it, took a bat to his back, uh, messed up some of his vertebrae in his back. And then crap and literally crashed glass all over his head. He's got lacerations and everything. It looked like he'd have been in a fight with about four or five people. And he couldn't help himself. And he turned around and he 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 just reacted in the heat of the moment. And they took him and pressed charges, state press charges against him. She had a busted lip, and it wasn't even that bad. Now, no, I am not stating that either one of them was right for hitting each other, but good lord. How do you get there? See somebody beat the fuck up. Watch, see somebody with a busted lip and not know who who had the violence committed. You get five years on top of that? Holy crap! Uh, yeah, bro, five years, man. It would, see, he he told me himself. He was like, bro, he was like, that was the worst decision I ever made in my life. He was like, I can't. It, it stops you from a lot, and people look at you differently, and mm-hmm. no one wants to listen to the story to be able to understand things from the truthful standpoint. And they're only going to look at, you know, they're going to look at it and be like, oh, well, she was hurt. Yeah, people are already well, going to prejudge you. People will prejudge you. Like, it, it brings a bad, it's a bad look on you. But if he got a misdemeanor for it, that means this is just going to be some BS. It's going to get thrown out. And I can guarantee you that woman's probably not going to try to press charges. And when she doesn't, you know, if, if that so happens to be that situation, that tells you exactly what happened. I was attacking. He got he got a little bothered with, you know, my little Pomeranian punches on his behemoth sized body and was like, stop it. And the stop it was a little bit more than what you expected, because believe you me, I've been around. I'm only five foot six, bro. I've been around people who are big as fuck. I've been around football players. I remember I had one of my boys. He was like, yo, what's up? He slapped me on the back. I felt like he knocked the wind out of me. I was like, God damn, bro. <laughs> Break it down or not? She was like, oh, man, it's all right. Like, no, man, it's not low key. I feel a little violated here. I mean, calm down. So, 
at the end of the day, man, <laughs> be smart, keep your hands to your goddamn self, and shit like yeah. this won't happen. But hopefully, Omenahu is cleared. If he is not, like Bashar did state, Drake Jackson will be up. But we want to get Omenahu all the help that we can get him and yeah. hope that he's not in a bad situation. He's not in a toxic situation. Um, and yes, 49ers Jive, you are correct. It is the DA who would press charges at this point. Um, ah, ooh, good point. Oh, it'll be all right. Don't worry. That one, that is very true. Yeah, that's all on Jed York too. That's his fault. Yeah, but all Jed York. But anyways, back to our um, regularly scheduled program. Yes. So my next question is, you guys. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Going into halftime, we're down or we're up, right? We're, we were up. Nine to six. Oh, sorry, that picture of yes. yeah. behind him, bro, cracks me up. I thought okay. it was tight at half. Was it tight no. at half? No, it wasn't tight. We, we it were wasn't. Up. No, we were up nine to six. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you think? They went into the tunnel, talked, and everything at halftime. What do you think the adjustments were? Um, because I feel like we did see a different side of the team coming out in the second half. Um, what do you think? Uh, Kind of media. Like, Let's get media. He he didn't go. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I know they put Brunskill in at uh, right, right guard guard mm-hmm. to uh, replace um Burford. Um. So I think maybe that helped too. I I know I looked at the pressures and it wasn't too great for Brunskill either. But um. Yeah, I I think that. They just they adjust the offensive line that probably you know uh, Forrester what's his name is it Chris Forrester yeah Chris Forrester uh, yes yeah Chris Forrester the offensive line coach Bob was good probably had a talk also with the offensive line I'd think at halftime um, you know I'm sure they also talked about the positive things which would have been you know the defense continue what you're doing um, because obviously you know it's giving up six points in the first half. You really can't say anything, you know, too much better. So I think that's probably what was mostly talked about. And maybe they adjusted the game plan, you know, a little bit too, I'm sure. So go ahead, Bashar. You can go ahead and skip me. Go ahead, Niner Sickness. Uh, I think personally they showed uh, clips, video clips of uh, Mike McClinchy getting knocked on his ass. Over and over and over again, and 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 said this this can't happen. Uh, and the offensive line say, okay, we got to put this together. A pinchy McClinchy man, always making us look like a fool. But um, no, seriously, um, they started running the they started running the football downhill. They just started running the football downhill. Um, and uh, Kyle Shanahan got into his bags uh, and started. Uh, making the plays that he called and D'Amico Ryan's um just uh what uh uh Lenore has done in two games I just want to give him props real quick because this kid has been taking a lot of shit uh the last few weeks about he's not good enough this is that and to have two INTs back to back games in the playoffs is huge. Uh thank you uh Dak Prescott uh for making my boy Lenore look good. Uh, and then kudos to Jimmy Ward, bro. Uh, the kid, if it wasn't for Jimmy Ward, that football would not have landed on uh, uh, Warner's hands for that interception. So 
Um, I like the adjustments. I, I think the offensive, I didn't pay too much on the defense side, but offensively, just they ran the ball more uh, downhill and, and with, um, what's his name, Elijah Mitchell. Now, question to you guys. Did you guys see Jordan Mason at all? No. I don't think I saw him. I'm on special teams. Just on special yeah, teams? Yeah, they, they, they didn't give Jordan Mason the ball. Yeah, see, those oh, – well, I mean, I know they have reasons. And I was talking to this other guy. He said that one of the reasons why Drake Jackson is really – I think it was Matt. Um, I forgot for the – your boy uh, – Already Standard Podcast, Matt Dewell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He mentioned about the reason why he's not uh, in there a lot is because he's not good against the run. Dre mm-hmm. Jackson, and they don't really need the, the extra pass rusher. They need someone that can stuff the run. That's what they're trying to do. So this is the reason why he's been healthy scratch for the last few games. Um, but I would love to see him on Sunday if, if all possible. But I'd rather have uh, continue to watch uh, Charlie Amini. I think he's been very impressive. So hopefully he'll be able to play on Sunday. But, um, yeah, uh, just keep running downhill. That's what I saw. And they just committed more to the run, and it was effective by the fourth quarter because Dallas started to get gas and burn in that fourth quarter. So you just continue to just run down their throats. Hey man, uh, this this right here is everybody was talking about that, bro. We don't know how to let that to the field. Like, I know, man, I was man, wondering man. that too. But I was like, cool. damn. I almost feel, I feel like he just right that dude was on the field and <laughs> so, so, so when he was in the booth. How soon? How how long was he in the booth? And then, then boom, you saw him on the field. Oh, John, was like a John difference Lynch? or like a ten second yeah. difference? Or he went like this because it was incomplete, and then it's like two seconds later. You see, him I got, I got, I got to go back and watch the replay on that one. Yeah, he's yeah fast, it, he was he's faster than Zeke Elliott. <laughs> Zeke and Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna go back to that play. Like what? That that I think they were, they wanted to do multiple laterals on the last play of the game. But put it, I don't care how putting Ezekiel Elliott at center with nobody else to block is a good play call. That's like the that that had to be wait, from Madden or wait, something. I bet getting you knocked on his ass was uh, funny. I'm gonna bro. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share it for you guys, okay? That's the funniest play I've seen in a long time. Hey, boy, that that I've never seen anything. They probably were like, let's try and trick them. <laughs> Ready? They'll still get tricked because we're gonna Ready put a random. Okay. I don't know how they were gonna trick us with that. Also, final play looks like barring a penalty. Oh yeah, I just saw. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, I, saw too, I just. Saw oh my video. god. <laughs> How do you see that one? I was expecting hey, the other did you one. Guys, but, yeah. Did you guys see the Stephen A. Smith uh, dressed up as Pinky from Friday? Of course. Um, then he was, he was yelling at Michael yeah. Irvin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I, 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 I wish I had a pink suit for. I wish I had a pink suit for that one, man. They did. That was great. No, no, Stephen A. ain't finna walk in no pink suit, man. That's just find that find that clip, Brandon. I'm gonna find it right now. I got you. It's on. It's on his. Uh, I think it's on ESPN's Twitter. I found it. Yeah, it is. It's there. Never mind. Brandon the King will find this shit faster than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. To what Forty Nine er Jeff? Um. Look, man. Ain't nobody on this channel gonna tell you that we wouldn't like a spy on Jalen Hurts. It's just not who D'Amico is. That's the unfortunate. Yeah, D'Amico. I wish D'Amico would change it up just a little bit. Wait, hold on. Don't even play that. Just look at his face. <laughs> that's, that's his face after his Cowboys lost. <laughs> that's not his face. Right, ready? Yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, that was that was that was brilliant, bro. I bet you he had hair like that when he that was younger. Was no, you know the the beauty of it, man, uh-huh. is that first take. Can it is that they they allow themselves to embrace, you yeah. know, the the comedy, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it it was hilarious, bro. I am so it's so so funny, man. It truthfully is. I love every second of it when they do stuff like that because it's just like. You know, you see him being able to just embrace everything that comes along with it. But yeah, I, I look, man, we're gonna hear it, Bebop. You know how this works. It's gonna be the same BS. The minute the minute preseason start next week, next year. I mean that that at the at the in the middle of this year. Oh, you know, we gonna win the Super Bowl this year. But it was a fluke last year, you know. We ain't had this and we ain't had that. And mind you, we uh we beat them twice now. Yeah. Two years in a row, sent them home. Sent them sure practice. sounds like America's team, like Nick Bosa's been saying. Yep. Hey, look, man, I'll, I'll never let that die. If anything, America's team should have been the fucking Patriots. Strictly you... because of the logo and the fact that they actually won some shit. Yeah. Like, I'm oh. sorry. I'm like, here, here, here's my take on that. I am proud to be an American. I love living here. Yes, there are some proud to be an American. Yeah, where, where, what, what is it? Where at least I'm free or something like that. Can we talk about this real quick? What, what they tweeted out? Give me, give me a it? sec. Let me, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it because I can see that. I'm gonna read it in my Jerry Jones voice. All right, see here. Uh, Dak Prescott gave, gave away the ball twice. Uh, in the narrow loss to the 49ers in the matchup, uh, the Cowboys had a, a chance to win if, if they didn't, uh, you know, generate self-inflicted wounds. Um, you know, Mike McCarthy, you know, he took to the podium following, uh, you know, the loss to the 49ers to give his take on on the season that, uh, you know, had the opportunity to be special, but instead ended up being anything but. And uh, for fans and and, and players alike, uh, you know, the loss to the 49ers hurt, you know, after the Cowboys played their hearts out. But, you know, uh, you know, but just didn't play well enough, you know. So uh, what I want to tell you guys uh, is that – yeah, I would love to see a Super Bowl win for the Cowboys before I die. I'd give my left nut to be able to see that. Um, I'd give my right eye to see a Cowboys win. But you know what happened? I've owned this team for so many years, and I've been blind to the fact that this is a horrible team, and I just can't never put it together. After that last Super Bowl win 27 years ago, it's just been a struggle living life with all this money and all my riches and my big old playpen and not a damn thing to show for it. And I'm out this motherfucker. Yeah. You sound just like it, man. <laughs> Give me a round of applause, Beto. That was awesome. 
Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> Damn, looked like he looked. You looked like Please you wrote a speech, bro. Like it looked like you came prepared, memorized. <laughs> Right. I just have Jerry B, man. You know how he is. He get on. It's hard and for him to give his left. He don't have no more balls. So, I mean, I mean what do you guys shit, think bro. about those those tweets coming from the Dallas Cowboys media team? It's horrible to me, to be honest with you. You don't do that to your franchise quarterback. You just paid that man a ton of money. What were the tweets? Him like that public? The Basically, those tweets, they were outing that read? publicly. Like, pretty much everything was aimed at him, and they – publicly shamed and blamed him. And here's the thing, you just don't do that. For as much as much as I would be pissed off that Kyle would malign everybody and their mama, but he wouldn't malign Tins punk ass, there was a reason. He's the quarterback. So, you know, you get kind of kind of get cut slack that other people normally don't, depending on the head coach, of course, because you know, Ron Rivera just didn't give a fuck. He talked shit about Carson Wentz <laughs> in the public. I mean, but then again, Ron didn't even know his ass was about to be eliminated from the fucking playoffs. So, all right. So, my next question is Do you guys think Brock Purdy outplayed Dak in Sunday's game? Oh, yeah. Well, he played smarter. I don't know if I played, but. Yeah, he played yeah, smarter. Yeah, I, pl- I played smarter because Dak had what two interceptions, almost three. Jimmy Ward should have probably had a pick, but uh, should have been a, he should have had a pick six. Yeah, I mean it, it was and so, Dre yeah. Greenlaw should Greenlaw. have had a pick six. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. I'd say I'd say pretty outplayed him. Yeah. All right. I feel like he did too. Um. Now let's talk about Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. How, what, do you, what do you grade their performance on Sunday night? Because they were killing it on that field. Oh, my God. That coverage where Fred Warner goes all the way to where C.D. Lamb is. Lamb was, oh. yep. <laughs> I, I'm giving both of them an A, bro. A plus. I'm giving both of them an A. Yeah, A plus, 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 plus. Hmm. You all right over there, Bashar? What's going on, bro? <laughs> the way Anshul sounded, it was like he was moaning or something. I was like, what was, was going like, on? Bro? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, look, that's what happened, man. You know, Dre, he, you said Dre and Fred. He was like, yeah, buddy. They played he's like that. He's like, yeah, Fred. Mm-hmm. Look, 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 look. Uh, uh, what, what, is, what did Will Ferrell say? It's like a lightning bolt hit the tip of my penis. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, yeah, but but that but that was awesome though. When when you know oh, yeah. Dak Prescott drops back, throws in the middle of the field, boom, for Warner's there, step for step, and Warner was at the, the line of scrimmage, and he freaking ran in for coverage against CD Lamb. It's not like he was backed up ten yards and had a head start. So that was very impressive. I didn't know he had it in him to do that. I always knew he was good at coverage, but you know that's CD Lamb that we're talking about. Um, the part that pissed me off though was when Drake Greenlaw. Hit CD Lamb out of bounds. I'm like, dude, why are we giving them an extra 15 yards? Like, we gotta be more disciplined. We can't be silly with this bullshit. But I, th- I think Drake Greenlaw wanted to have this physical mentality and puck them. I get it. He kind of had that in mind, but you gotta be smart at the same time. But he had a good game too, though, despite that stupid play. Yeah. But don't be too safe, like Eric Armstead not going after the quarterback. Oh the, my god! Let's, oh, play patty cake. Let's talk about that play. Let's what? play patty cake with Dak Prescott. Did you did you hear what he said in the press conference after the game? No. He said that he was afraid that he was going to get called roughing the passer on him, and that's why he didn't tackle him in the end zone. 
Yeah, who was uh, Rich Madrid? Um, a big Twitter guy who reviews film. He he played he he um retweeted basically the video uh, on that play, and he's like, oh well, I'll be honest with you, I've watched a lot of film, and 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 I'll give uh, I don't blame Armstead for this because a lot of D linemen uh, will will assume the quarterback has thrown the ball, and and, and therefore they won't hit the quarterback when it comes to that. I'm like, dude, where, where in that play does it look like Prescott ever threw the ball, or got rid of the ball, and, and you know he didn't have the ball in his hands? Like, like his arm said, blind. Is that the excuse he's going to come up with? Come on now, he and could yeah, have been the hero on that and play. If you're afraid, of, if you're afraid about a penalty, don't even touch him. He touched him. If you're going to touch them, quarterback, get him on his ass. Yes, sir. I want to hear Dion talk about that. This would have been a safety, and the game would have been over. Yeah, Dion, what's your thoughts on it? I mean, catch 22, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Fans are going to be upset because you didn't sack the quarterback, and the league is probably going to throw, you know, the, one of the refs might throw a flag if you hit the guy. I mean, it's just we play in a cupcake league, man. It's just that unfortunate. It's always been that way uh, for the past couple of years, and it is it, it gets a little, you know, I, I, I get frustrated with the rules because they're bent in favor of the offense. It always has been. I mean, yeah, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. But if it was me, eh, fuck it, throw the flag, man. I'm going to knock the shit out of his ass. Yeah. Yeah, true that. I mean, they would have given, what, 15 yards? Or 15 they yards. They, they, they would have had the ball to 20. 20. Maybe yeah. 25. Maybe 25. But if they don't call it, game's over right there. I mean, the ball was still incomplete, which is still good. But, I mean, he had him, bro. He just let him go right by. Go ahead. I know. He was right there. It would have been game over. That would have been. I think even Dak was surprised. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Speaking of that, before all that happened, we had the ball. We're killing the clock. Elijah Mitchell runs to the corner. Mm -hmm. That's out of bounds. Yeah. I don't. A lot of people say, like, he should have stayed in bounds and all that. But looking back at the replay, his momentum didn't let him stay in bounds. He, He just kept going to the right. Yeah. It's not – it wasn't intentional. No. It's just, you know, I mean, hey, the, it, I don't care how good – the one thing that people have to understand is I don't care how, how good your core strength is, as sometimes your just momentum is just – it's going to take you places you don't want to go. So yeah. it, he just had to do what he had to do. It was okay. It happened, but I, I'm not mad at him for it. It is what it is. And to be honest with you, I, I, if that was Elijah – and he had the chance to stay in bounds, he probably would have, and he probably would yeah. try to run over anybody in his way to get to a touchdown rather than just stopping. You know, I know a lot of the times at the games when things are in hand, people are like, stop, but sometimes you're adrenaline and mentally you like, no, fuck that. I don't want to score, goddammit. Like when Mason got his first TD, I was like, yeah, that's what the fuck. Everybody was like, no, he should have stopped. He should have. No, fuck that. Go get your damn touchdown. That's your first yeah. touchdown in the league. Oh, bro! I'm telling you right now. I'm just I, I'm extending this lead. I have no I have no aspirations of slowing down or stopping because you as a fan are mad and you want me to go ahead and give the game up. Fuck you and fuck that. I'm going to get my damn TD. I'm going to keep that football and frame that motherfucker. Put it in a glass case with lasers around it to never be touched. <laughs> lasers. Yes, sir. All right. I know I'm kind of going all over the place here. Sorry, right. but. I wanted to go back to uh, towards the end of the first half um, on when Brock Purdy almost uh, wasted getting points for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
throwing it out of bounds, but he was at he happened to get it to down to one second. Um, what do you think that play was like? What was going on during that play? Like, what, what were you guys thinking when that play happened? Um, Bashar, go ahead first. I, th- I thought we got lucky on that one, man. Purdy was throwing the ball away, and boom, boom, boom. I think, and I think the clock will only stop once it hits the ground, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. yep. And so that, that's what happened. Boom, it hits the ground one second, and hey, we got lucky on that one. And we could we could have had a little oh, bit yeah. more time before that. I think we let too much time run off the clock on one of those downs. But yeah, we didn't. Hey, we we ended up getting the field goal, so it's all good, man. Yeah, we didn't call a timeout either. Kyle didn't didn't call a timeout. He wasted a lot of time on on that um, series as well. Um, Beto, let's get your thoughts on it. It can't be no worse than when the Cowboys punted the ball and they let all that time get away, uh, right before the two minute warning. Bunch of idiots, Mike McCarthy. Um, hey, listen, he's a rookie, mm-hmm. all right. Everything that he's done to this point, I didn't even, I just missed that real quick. I mean, if that's his rookie mistake, I'll take it any day. Because um, Dak over there, Mr. Seven Years. By the way, do you know this? Dak in seven years only won two playoff games. Uh, yep. Dak, uh, Brock in two playoff games, he's won. They have the same amount of wins. Uh, that is hilarious. But I give him a break, bro. I mean, it, it was what it was. He got lucky, but he's a rookie, man. I mean, if that's what a rookie mistake is, I'll take it any day instead of freaking four interceptions. Yeah, for me, um, Shanahan explained why he didn't call timeout because he didn't want to give the team, didn't want to give the Cowboys the ball back uh, with any time left and all that other stuff. And I, I'm not stressing that from Brock. Hey, you threw the ball away, got out of bounds, we still got the field goal off. And I felt like Shanahan was looking for a field goal in general. I don't think he was looking to score there at all. I think what happened was. The, the ball wasn't moving the way he wanted it to. And whenever that happens, if you notice, Kyle does what he always does. He gets conservative. I'm going to try to find the slowest and longest way to drag this out while I have a lead so you can't touch the ball. But at the same time, that, that can be a help and it can be detrimental. Um, but uh, it, it's – no, Omenahu who is, uh, is, is an inside and outside pass rusher. So we don't really put him on the inside. We mainly put him on the outside. He usually will spell uh, either Ebucom or even Nick Bosa at times. We use him more outside than we do inside. He can rush from the inside, though. Uh, but if there's anybody that's going to replace him, they'll probably just put Drake Jackson in and then try to use him on passing downs more often than not. But uh, go ahead, media. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, so, I mean, I, it's, I'm not surprised with what Kyle Shanahan's done because it's kind of what Kyle Shanahan does. He tends to not, like, he always doesn't. It seems like, okay, if he can score and it happens, like, okay, they'll, they'll, he'll, they'll score at the end of the half. But it, it never seems like where he's trying to go there and trying getting some points off. If, you know, before the, the half's over. So I'm not really surprised with that. And like a lot of you guys said, like, I'm not going to blame Brock for it. You know, it, he, it, they were able to get a field goal out of it. You know, I feel like that's all that matters, but I don't think it's a super big deal. Cool. All right. I'm going to share something really quick. Just, um, just some little, to have a little fun here. Of course. This is, um, you're going to like this one, Dion. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys were in and out of the playoffs. 
<laughs> I love that. There you go. So, oh, bro, I've seen so many memes, but that one is classic right there. That that's just dope. Go ahead, Beto. Trying to figure out how to do this. Okay, so um, yeah, we're trying to share a screen. Video file I can do by video file slide or share screen or share screen. Yeah, just share screen if you're just trying to share something on your browser. Yeah. Okay, so. The birds are in action in the background. Let me say what's up to Red Eye in the chat. I see you, bro. Talking mm-hmm. about Menahue. Yes, I mean, and, yeah, I, I agree with this comment. Yeah, just keep him, keep him chilling. You know, keep him posted. There we go. Oh, there we go. Right, we got Beto. Got it. You got it. Did I? Yeah, bring it back again. Oh, he's yeah, not ready. I yet. see. He's not ready. Here we go. He's not ready. There we go. There has to be some audio to it. <laughs> I don't care what he says. We get it. They're, they're laughing. <laughs> That's a good one. That's great. He probably looked at him and went, <laughs> Dak Banana. Banana. <laughs> we got 49ers Jive in the chat. What's up? Since the drive yeah. felt like going into halftime and yeah. the Super Bowl and taking a knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, look, and it was the same exact thing, wasn't it? What they do? Cut to John Lynch. What's John Lynch doing? And then they they sit there and they look at it out. What I want them to do is stop cutting to John Lynch. Cut to Kyle. Cut to Kyle. I don't know. I, I need to see that. his face and his body language when he does this shit because it always looks weird. But it's all good. But uh, Brandon, where'd you go? Oh, he he had to step away. He probably had to step yeah, away. There he he is. Had, yeah. Hey, so uh, we're going to end it pretty soon here. Uh, but yeah. my, last, my last question is um, what was my last question? Oh, that's what it was. Do you guys feel like uh, the first half kind of felt like a Jimmy Garoppolo type of game in a way with the way Kyle was coaching? Mm, you know what? I have to agree that that is actually a really good point. I felt like what he did was he got he got scared because things weren't working and he took the ball right out of Brock's hands and he wouldn't allow him to be able to do what he normally does. It really did seem like he he kind of he had a Kirk Cousins, he had a he had a Jimmy Garoppolo versus Kirk Cousins moment. He realized shit wasn't working and he was like, no, nah, no, nah, we ain't doing that. Run the ball. Or let me see what I can do to get away from it. But go ahead, uh uh, Bashar, how, did you did you feel like that? I, I didn't necessarily feel like it in terms of the offense we ran. And I you know, just it was more of an execution thing more so than anything else. And you know we we saw Purdy running around a lot nor, a lot more than he normally does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just kind of felt like it in general because overall, just because for the fact that we we're back to scoring kicking field goals rather than scoring touchdowns. You know, in the Brock Purdy you know era, the short little era that it is so far. You know, we're, we're definitely putting up a whole lot more touchdowns in general. So hopefully we get back to that against the Eagles because we need it. Um, you know, I'm not expecting to win the game against the Eagles by kicking field goals. So, All right, media. Sorry, what was the question again? Uh, did you feel like that, like right at the end of that first half, that it was kind of like a Jimmy Garoppolo half, like with the way Kyle was moving? I mean, I it's kind of tough to say because I, I just think, you know, like Purdy is a rookie, and so, you know, he's going to have 
sometimes without, it's just going to be like that. And, you know, the offensive lineman not be blocking. I don't really know if it was a, I don't, I don't think it was really a Jimmy Garoppolo type of game. I just think it was kind of off because of the Cowboys defense and going up against a really, really good defense. Cause Brock Purdy, that, that was his first time going up against that. So I don't really think it was a Garoppolo type of half. What do you think, Beto? I'm sorry, dude. I was typing over here with the everybody, and I. What was the question? No, uh, he was saying. Brandon was asking, did did it feel like kind of a Jimmy Garoppolo first half uh, with the way Kyle was calling plays and kind of how he reacted toward the end of it? Ah, uh, like a Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think it felt. I think that. I think the pass rush was so intense that Kyle wanted just to see the way that. Uh, Brock will respond to it and was trying to figure out how the how he was going to handle the pressure and kind of go from there. I don't know if it was a Garoppolo. Uh, Garoppolo would have thrown a freaking interception right there in the first half. So um, mm-hmm. I think it was more of just Kyle trying to figure out, okay, let's see this kid is facing pressure. Let's see what he does. Let's see how he reacts, and I'll go from there. And once he saw the way he responded to it, he was able to make his adjustments with uh, Brock. Uh, no, I don't think it was a, a Jimmy Garoppolo uh, kind of uh, beginning. Uh, that's okay. giving Jimmy way too much credit. <laughs> there we go. What did did you have something to share, Beth? Though I saw you was loading up something, bro. It's a cowboy uh, guy complaining about his cowboys. It's, oh, go uh, ahead. Yeah, man, bring him back. Right man. You sure? All right. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. We love to hear shit like that. We definitely love to hear shit like that. Let's see if I did it. How do I? Okay, here we go. Make sure you hit the audio too. Where's uh where's the audio? Well, go ahead, play it. We'll see. We'll see if we have audio. Go ahead, play it. Yeah, yours is muted, Beto. I don't know okay. why. So oh, share sure audio. Share audio when you click it. So, so stop go sh- back to go back to where? Yeah, so at the very it beginning it has or... a little box that says share audio in the tab before you share it. Yeah, so it's okay, a little box that you check. It says check uh audio technical difficulties on the bottom left corner. Before you share your whatever your media you have, it'll say share tab audio on the bottom left corner. It's a box that you click. Yeah, it's it's checked. Okay, okay, try now. It's always been checked. So, um, so mm. it's a trip. I right, just try it one more time. So you guys didn't hear the other the other one I did. Oh, we can hear the other one. Let's try now though. All right, hold on. No, check the slider on the media player. See if it's muted or. Um, yeah, that's the only. No, nah, it looks like his slider was all the way up. Yeah, no worries. We can do it another time. But yeah, okay. But okay. Either way, we love to watch cowboy fans complain about how crap this guy went off, is. bro. On his cowboys, talk shit about his uh, cowboys. I gotta see this. The Niners. I gotta see this. I don't know how to. Wow. Oh, yeah. said, you guys, uh, when I did the minions, you guys didn't hear it. No, no. If it's in a web, if you did, if you have a link to it from anywhere on the website on a website, just drop it in the private chat and I could share it on, on my end. But um, but if you download, yeah. While we're waiting for that, uh, I'm gonna read this comment real quick. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, foreigner. God damn it. Jive <laughs> said, "See the reports that players had to tell Kyle to run the ball more. Apparently, Juice and uh said something about it in the interview." I haven't found the interview yet, though. I mean, that's not, that's not that's not a uh, you know uh, outside of the, the the 
realm of possibility just based on the fact of how it looked when they were trying to pass the ball. Just nothing was moving. Like it was really hard to get anything going. You know, typically we wind up getting a couple things. And usually our second halves are typically better than our first halves as far as the playoffs have been. But just this game, there was nothing like that. That Dallas defense did their job. They were pretty good at stopping us. Um, thank God, you know, Diggs dropped that interception uh, in the red zone because that would have sucked. But, uh, yeah, man, um, we appreciate everybody for stopping in and hanging out with us, man. Um, you know, uh, let's give some final thoughts on this Dallas game. Uh, we'll start with Bashar. Still pissed. But, you know, you know, it's starting to calm down. You know, I'm running to some fellow Cowboy fans. Shout out to Cowboy Nation. Because one thing is we love our damn too. That's why you see the passion. That's why you, you see the – the hurt and the anger for me because we love this damn team and we've been getting nothing in return for 27 years. I just want to keep pounding that in you. I just want to keep pounding that. 27 years and no NFC Championship um, <clears throat> appearance. Now, the, the, the latest thing I'm hearing, well, Chris, come on, man. You can't put it all on Dak? Okay. Hold my beer. Watch me. See, what they keep saying is, but you know, Maybe it's the coaching and Kellen Moore. You know, let me tell you something about interceptions. The quarterback chooses where he throw that ball. Kellen Moore can't help him. Um, Mike McCarthy can't help him. See, nobody. <laughs> and when, when, see, you can coach all you want to. You can coach him and give him the perfect play or the worst play. That quarterback, at the moment he has the ball in his hand, decide, I'm throwing it here. I'm not throwing it here. I'm going to force it into triple coverage. I'm going to throw this one away. So watch me put the blame on Dak Prescott. I'm going to put the blame on Dak Prescott. You take – I'm listen. I think we're good. Okay, we're good, we're good. Yeah, I noticed, I noticed it was six minutes to 45 minutes. <laughs> that wasn't a video. I, that must have been another one. That, oh, that wasn't the one. That wasn't the, oh, one? All right. the one that it's I had was there, totally just like a two-minute – uh, cra funny crap, but oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. It was funny so, that we got the point. Yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, end it here. Uh, we'll be back to preview the NFC Championship versus the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think uh, that show we're gonna have another call-in show because that was fun last week. Um, so uh, I'll talk to you guys uh, off the air on what day you guys are down to do it, and we'll go from there. Um, but until next time, guys. Bang Bang Niner Gang. Bang Bang Niner Gang. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Fuck the Eagles. Yeah. Later, guys. Later. <laughs>